The Viewpoint, 8 to 10 p.m. Flipping conventional wisdom on its head. Songe Zomabete on SAFM. This famous word of the police brutality. And there we stand on top of the dead bodies. And nobody speaks about the brutality against the police. It's, it looks like it has become normal that police must be killed. The way you put your news, we are supporting that narrative that is nothing wrong killing the police. I don't get enough calls that it's the wrong thing to kill the police. That's Minister Begitele, seemingly very fed up. Your thoughts just on that clip alone. Good evening, Mr. Mashaile. Welcome to SAFM again. We've spoken before. We're speaking again, and it's still not pleasant. Good evening to you, heavyweight champion, and and your heavyweight champion listeners. Let's kick off by saying one cop killer, one life sentence. Let me repeat. Mm. One cop killer, one life sentence. Why is this so? Police officers or police members protect the constitution that gives us the right to be where we are, that gives us safety and security of our kids in our schools, in our communities, in our neighboring countries, all over the world. If one has to speak uh, wearing his Interpol um, ambassador's head, we have all have a responsibility. Babu Mapena. Uh, police officers are fathers, mothers, brothers, uncles, um, nephews, niece. Some of us are related uh, to police officers. Uh, we might not, you and I might not have uh, um, members of the police services in South Africa as relatives, but long story short, they are our fathers out there because they protect us from um, the devils, the, the angels of darkness, the criminals. Yeah, just a quick correction. I am not Bob Mabena. I am Songezo Mabeke. I'd love to be one day be regarded as a Mr. Mabena of the airwaves, but all in good time. It might take some another 20, 30 years even. But let's talk about this scourge. It really is. I mean, we talk about pandemics. We talk about social ills and abnormalities and antisocial things that are taking place in this country. And of the many things that are not right about this country is the relationship between the public and the police, the police and the public. Perhaps we might better understand why police killings are so commonplace as they are if we could probably spend a little bit more time understanding the relationship that South Africans at large have with law enforcement officers. Do you want to spend some time just talking to us about that relationship, strained or good or indifferent? Um, it's strange, and these are the reasons, Babuma Becker, and thank you for correcting me. Um, I'm going to start off by correcting the language. Mm. It, is not, it is not police killings. Police killings suggest that police are killing um, um, wantonly out there. In this case, it is the killing of police officers or police members. And this is mm. where it starts, mm. my brother. Mm. At home, when uh, we were little, you and I, and all those of our age and your age, when we stole a lollipop or when we stole condensed, those of us who come from the condensed era, parents, <laughs> mothers, <laughs> mothers would say, I'm going to call the police on you. And this young star, when he walks with the father and the mother in the mall, mm. now in the mall, yeah, 2020, 2021, when he sees or when she, 
when he sees a police officer disregarding um, the gender of that police officer, he sees an enemy. That enemy was programmed by me um, as a father and yourself as, as an uncle or uh, my mother having a program. The hatred for police officers, associating police officers uh, with pain for the youngsters. When they grow up, up to our age, Babu Songa when they grow up, they grow up with the program of hating the police officers. They grow up with a program that says, it comes from our homes. And I'm appealing to mothers and fathers. In this day and age, when our children see police officers, kindly ask those police officers if they are not in a hurry with a blue light on. Ask those police officers to speak to the young ones. Uh, in my case, when I used to be the chairperson of the board in Gauteng, when I was escorted throughout the province and throughout the country, I would ask the police officers driving with me to allow the four-year-olds, the five-year-olds, the seven-year-olds, the nine-year-olds, the ten-year-olds to get into the car. Allow, ask the police officer to allow them to press the siren or to press the blue light. You are building a relationship between the future adult generation or the generation that uh, will grow up into the 10-year space after us or the 20-year space uh, between yourself, the police officer and themselves and the dynamic evolving nature of our communities. The major problem this uh, killing starts from our communities. When you see them shooting a police officer, they've already shot a police officer at the age of seven in the mind, in the program that we instill instilling them. Remember the environment, your teachers, your mothers, the priests, the, the old men in your street, they formulate part and parcel of your operating system, your thoughts that drive you when you see a police officer, when you see a Coca-Cola truck, when you see a police van. Let's talk about building a relationship in slightly more depth and I appreciate the point. It is an important one that you have raised in terms of making sure that they are an accessible people through the relationships they have with young people. The reality, despite that, and I make allowance for everything you have said, is we do come from a past where perhaps the relationship between the security forces in the country and the masses of the people, the majority of the people, was very much an antagonistic relationship. So if you like, over decades, if not centuries, of the justice system or the policing system or the criminal Call it whatever you will, security element in relation to how it relates with the majority of South Africans. Certainly, as inherited in 1994, was a system that was very adversarial. There was no respect. They did not see people in police officers, and police officers did not see people, generally speaking, in members of the public. Would that possibly not be part of the reason, if not a majority of the reason why then, there is this continued lack of respect that in the minds seven-year-olds still are shooting at police officers because there never was an opportunity or a time where the police officers and the public at large vice versa respected each other? Um, let me march with you in this month of March, marching with you towards changing the adversarial relationships that I'm going to agree with you 100% and say when 1994 came through, uh, we hated the police. When I was recruited into joining the Community Police Forum in 2007, let me tell you, my brother, I frankly refused to work with the police. And many years 
uh, up to 2021, I understand the dynamics uh, that inform the behavior and the conduct of the police. In the same breath, having it grown in communities where we were throwing stones, where we where we were regarded as clapoyers, that relationship um, continued to exist. Even those who arrested me from the security branch around Krukasdorp, when they met me in a black suit with them as the chairperson of the community police board, you could see the tension. So long story short, yes, the kind of relationships that we have today are based on a certain program. And that program was the program where the communities hated the police and the police wanted to show the communities that uh, they can deal with them because they have, they have got the power to unleash legal violence. Now, long story short, once again, um, in reversing that kind of a mindset, we have a responsibility to engage in a continuous relationship with the communities. Uh, holding of public uh, um, 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 town hall meetings, those things we did in housing from 2010 when I was the chairperson of the board until 2016, where we went to communities, where we went to the taxi ranks in Bekasdal, where we uh, joined uh, Minister Bekipel when he was the national commissioner in Tembisa in a tent to engage with the communities, where we shared some of us, or where I shared a stage on behalf of the communities with General Bekipel when he was the national commissioner, encouraging police officers and the communities um, to look at the objective of working hands in love with a soul, uh, with a soul intent of uh, increasing safety and security within our communities. You've mentioned the minister a couple of times. We even played a clip earlier on of his voice expressing his indignation at what has since taken place both in KwaZulu-Natal and Western Cape and imaginably in other places where perhaps such killings of police officers have not made the headlines. SAPO, the union, has then called on President Ramaphosa to declare police killings as a priority crime in order to address the problem. I'm going to sound a little controversial here. I'll ask the question nonetheless. Is Minister Begi appropriate in the language that he uses for the purposes of running this ministry? There have been many instances where he has said things that are highly inflammatory, that one way or the other rile people up the wrong way. His engagement with the public, and it depends which public it is, is very much at times an adversarial one and then in instances where it should be adversarial he doesn't come across as the ramrod and sort of bare-chested soldier that he wants otherwise to sound like is he of the schooling open close quote schooling of police such that not only the police officers themselves find their what commander-in-chief as it were somebody to whom they look up but even the public somebody they can respect as one who engages the public in that respectful demeanor and tone? My observations when the minister was the national commissioner, when I saw him engage with police officers, police officers would jump when they saw the minister, meaning that they were motivated and inspired by the language that he used. Remember, the police um, are a semi-military organization. My observations, once again, when he spoke on TV and I listened to people, um, I have always been doing my researches along the very same line of the questions that you, uh, um, yeah, the question that you have asked me. I have seen a positive reaction from the people in um, um, Tokoza when we were there way back in 20, 
wanting to engage with the minister, the people meaning ordinary communities or community members, as well as uh, police officers wanting to take a peek with the minister and looking at the size of the crowd around the minister and in the hall when he spoke. My observations are then informing my conclusion in responding to your question. Mm. I think that the people were impressed by the language uh, that the minister, uh, by then, the National Commissioner was using. Simply from this point, people want someone who inspires hope in them uh, to the extent that criminals will be dealt with. Let me flip the coin and say, I have listened to this hashtag, uh, hashtag crime must fall. Crime can never fall if criminals are not falling. The hashtag should be, hashtag criminals must fall and must fall within the confines of the law, must be arrested, there must be an investigation, and they must be prosecuted, uh, they must be convicted, they must be, or, and they must be incarcerated. Save their time and come back from the society rehabilitated um, if uh, they, they, they would like to be rehabilitated. Long story short, from my observation at the distance, I have seen people responding positively to the language that the minister have used, um, when he's the minister and when he was the national commissioner. One of those things that I have heard um, at Brasonga is uh, people emulating or repeating um, uh, what the minister would say. When you brush your teeth, you will see the face of the police when you commit crime. That kind of language um, motivated and inspired a sizable number of the people that I have seen. I am not going to quantify uh, my set based on uh, the margins of error from a research point of view an ordinary observation uh, so long story short i think a number of people have been motivated and inspired by that uh, semi-military language that inspired the police that moved the police you remember the stomach in chest out and that language that came from general Bekite. i remember that language of stomach in chest out i remember the language of shoot to kill i remember his yes. language right now yes. in the light yes. of COVID 19 saying that if you are not at home we will take you home we will take you home we'll take you to the cells i mean all the sorts of language that was pretty much sounding serious warning bells to yes. the public to toe the line i wonder what the public in that regard then have to say hold the line please mr andy mashi Mashaile, my, my Interpol's Turnback Crime Ambassador and former chair of the Gauteng CPF, Community Policing Forum Board. We have on the lines Tembis on Peter Maritzburg. We have KGM as well, Ebbizana. After the break, I go to them. Please remember the voice note rules under a minute and do give us a call indeed on Johannesburg 714-2006. The time is 2025. Here, there and everywhere. SAFM 105 FM in Peter Maritzburg. There is this famous word of the police brutality, and there we stand on top of the dead bodies, and nobody speaks about the brutality against the police. It's, it looks like it has become normal that police must be killed. The way you put your news, we are supporting that narrative. That is nothing wrong killing the police. I don't get enough calls that it's the wrong thing to kill the police. Thoughts, please. Tembi, so Peter Marisberg, good evening. Good evening, sir. Good evening, sir. Well, sir, how's it? 
fine. Um, my main problem is, okay, the, some of the police have this aura they think they are greater than the law where they misbehave in, in front of the public and later on they want protection from the public. When some of them actually get drunk in, in fuel uniform and do bad things, some of them are involved in criminal activities which are known within the community and then they want the community to protect them. So what, how, how, where, how would they, how is the mysterious going to sort that out? Because the bigger problem is the rotten apples are causing everybody to, be, to not actually respect the cops. We'll take the thought and we'll hopefully have a response from Mr. Mashaile. Let's go to KGM Epizana in the Eastern Cape. KGM, good evening. Good evening, uh, Songezo. Good evening to your 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 listeners and, and to your guests. Look, the, the previous caller just took words out of my mouth. I'll give you two quick scenarios or actually practical experiences that I've had with, with the police. I, I was brutally assaulted in, in Cape Town. Drove, as I always do, coming in uh, in the middle of the night, hungry, drove to Long Street. Uh, the perception is everybody in Long Street should be drunk at that time of the day. I'm sober like I don't know. And I park where I'm supposed to park. The next thing, the police harasses me when I ask, what is this for? I got assaulted I went to the police after that, opened the case. Today, Songezo, I can tell you that I don't even, I can't even tell you what happened to the case. That, that's a few years ago. Just this past week, I was in Middleback, went to see my daughter, who happens to be staying with, with her, her mother. There were problems there. I went to intervene. Instead of, uh, well, the mother went to the police to go and report the matter. Instead of being asked what is the problem instead of my side of the story being heard you don't want to believe the threats that i got from the police now your guest talks to the issue of the relationship there's a reason why we always talk past each other in this country and it's because we always want to present our narrative we don't present a balanced story now my brother if you want us to cooperate and to have a healthy relationship i call for a mutual relationship and that is when you come to a platform like this do not ignore the other side and the other side is there is members of your the the the, the members of of the police your colleagues who are rotten to the core these two examples can have many that that if you were to be told you will not believe what your members do now i expect somebody like you when you come here to be balanced, to be fair, to, to call all of us to order. The community should respect the police. The police should respect the community. And that way, we can build a proper, appropriate, respected police service that services the people and not force themselves upon as the law, the law unto themselves. Stay there, KGM. Stay there. Thank you for taking no, my call. KGM, stay there. Then, yeah. Mr. Mashaila, please respond to KGM first before you go to the previous caller. Sure I, I don't want sure him off. not to feel represented yeah. or for you not to be clear. Spa, sure between off. the two of you. Andy, go. Two, two things okay. quickly. One. Two things quickly. One. Um, Songhez, uh, please give that gentleman my telephone number offline. 
saw that that case of uh, the previous years of many years ago can then be presented to the National Commissioner. It should be a cold case somewhere else. I'm sure the Office of the National Commissioner will gladly make a follow-up on that matter. Uh, two, when police officers behave like plastic heroes that you buy from checkers, uh, your, whether it's your Hulk or your Spider-Man or your Superman, they must be melted uh, by the heat of the law. Um, I am fully aware that there are police officers who are rotting to the core. When I was the chairperson of the police board in Houting from uh, 2010 to 2013, 539, if not 89, police officers were dismissed from Houting by the Provincial Commissioner General Petros and his management for serious acts of criminality. So long story short, uh, I understand the pain here, KG. Um, KG would have just given Date Songezoma back an opportunity uh, for us to roll on and talk about these police officers who stop you on the side of the road and want cold drink from you. I think we must report them to Coca-Cola that they are on a lighter note, that they are selling Coca-Cola at 50 rand. Hang um, on a second, Andy. Hang on a second. I do want KGM to possibly just in a line or two respond to what you have said so far in response to him. KGM? Yeah. Well, Songezo, the, here's the part that he, he, uh, your, your, your guest should respond to. You've, you've touched on it, and he, he's, for my liking, he's brushing it off for a lack of a better way. General Bekikele, and, and I happen to, to kind of know him personally, he, he's a problem in the language that he uses. You, you, when you, as, as his colleagues, remember that nobody's above the law. You, you need to talk to the issues that he talks about and the way, the manner in which he addresses the issues because they create that animosity between us, the community, and the police. I think issues like that, when you walk into the police station and the police talk exactly the same way that he talks without even listening to you as to why you are in the CSC in the first place, that is coming from the top. And that rot that we talk about, we mustn't look at it from the juniors only. We must also well. demand of it from the, the, the likes of the minister. Final so, response, so, 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 Andy. Response, Final response. Thanks, KGM. Yes, uh, you want me to respond. Um, policing organizations anywhere in the world, in the 194 countries that I represent Interpol on from the 10 back crime point of view, are referred to as law enforcement agencies. Not law nursing um, institutions. I didn't want to engage to debate with KG. Uh, I understand this pain. Law enforcement means enforce the law. Law enforcement means enforce the law. Whilst um, the language that uh, the general uses, I'm not the spokesperson of the general or the minister. I'm expressing my views, my opinions, and my experiences in uh, community mobilization, community police relations uh, mobilization. Um, what is poisonous to KG excites uh, some of the police officers, some of the members of the community. So it would be balanced to say it is not a 90% a poison uh, to the communities who are listening or 90% excitement to the communities who agree with what he says. I have maintained a very balanced view. Long story short, if you understand the concept that there is what you call law enforcement, if there's law breaking, police officers throughout the world must enforce the law. You cannot have a situation where you have people have parties on the R80 and there are regulations that say, please stay away for 
reason A, B, C, D, F, G. The police must enforce the law. And when they arrive at the situation, they must engage with communities, enforce the law, talk to those communities. If the communities do uh, what they do best, uh, in some instances, police must enforce the law. I have never heard that. Um, Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let me take another caller. Let's go Lucky in Broncos Sprite. Hello, how are you? Go for it, Lucky, please. Uh, I've got a suggestion here. I've heard about the killing of the police. It's a very bad thing that's happening in our democracy. But then uh, I want to say one thing. Our leaders must know that they have so much influence about the things that they say. They must choose their words wisely. Because I remember it was not long ago the EFF leader said, they're going to attack the police where they stay. They're going to attack the police. They know their families, and then they know where they stay. And now we can see how, what's happening. Police are getting killed. And the very same leader is quiet. So mm. I take that very serious. Mm. I agree. We, we should be very careful about the things we say because, because as leaders, we have influence to the people. People will do as leaders say. The EFF leader said the police must be killed. And I, he was not taken to account for that. Yeah, no, sure. I appreciate that. And absolutely, this does in many respects speak to the the, the, the sound clip we played earlier of General Begitele saying that, oh, so when the police are killing the people, there's public outrage. When the opposite is true, there is no such outrage. And I suppose we equally then have to hold those with voices of influence. To yes, some extent yes. of account, I appreciate uh, that, Lucky. Let's listen yes, to a couple of voice notes. Thanks, Lucky. Must be, must be killed, or you're gonna kill the police, knowing that you are a leader, because that has a great impact. Certainly. People listen to you and do as you do, and then when it happens, and then when, 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 when tragedies, tragedies like this happens, and then the very same leaders are quiet. I accept. I appreciate that. Thank you, Lucky. Let's listen to three voice notes, after which we will have again a response from Andy. Good, ev- good evening, Songe, so Mapeke, and Mr. Mashele. Songe, so as a community members, right now we must stand up and protect our police uh, officers. We must say enough is enough. This is too much now. These, they are family members, they are brothers, they are sisters, mothers, fathers. They are breadwinners. Enough is enough. This police killing must stop. Thank you. Yes, good evening, Songhez Mapek. Do you still remember in 2007? when the MEC for safety and security was Jaros Kachalia in Gauteng, there was what we call Iron Fist. That Iron Fist operation was consisting of reservists. Crime was not rife by that time. Since they were not interested in employing a reservist, that is why crime is too high. Please, Minister, must consider employment of reservists. It's really here in Christian. You know, some of the truth, 
we should speak the truth actually and be realistic. Minister Kerle has been a favor of 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 the South Africans when coming to to caving crime. I remember when he was still com the commissioner and then he left that job and then people were crying see, to say where's Mr. Kerle to come and help uh, keep uh, this uh, a criminal uh, issue. Thank you. Yeah, you want to respond there, Andy. There are a couple of comments then from the listeners. Your response to them? My response is yes, police killings are satanic. And those who kill police officers belong in jail. In the same breath, police officers who unleash wanton violence unnecessarily and criminally so and visit it upon members of the community belong in jail. They also have a satanic agenda. Um, secondly, um, police officers must be protected by a multi-stakeholder uh, approach. Your communities, uh, your organizations like your human rights organization, um, um, human rights organization and all other critical stakeholders um, in, the, in the element and space of safety and security. Your NGOs have a responsibility to engage and adopt uh, police officers. I have adopted Ntatema Beck. I have adopted the police station where I was born and bred um, in Beckerstar. Uh, I have adopted the police station uh, um, in, 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 in town. That particular, that particular responsibility for me to engage with police officers in that area, introduce people of influence, change the mindset, speak to the new police officers, talk to them about the hoisting of the flag with the cap on and, and the bringing of the flag down becomes a responsibility of a multidisciplinary approach in the establishment of relations between the police and communities. Police visiting schools, schools visiting um, police, uh, police, uh, police precincts, members of the police uh, in a given policing precinct. We did this way back in uh, 2007 in Western Area, organizing um, events where you engage the elders, organizing events where you say happy birthday to one of the uh, kids or two or three or ten of the kids in that community or people in that community who struggle. We used to organize when I was still at a very low level, at a local level, organize opportunities, organize uh, seminars, uh, introduce youngsters within our communities uh, to people of influence in the industry. When we adopt that kind of an operation, it is tedious, it is cumbersome. When it is done correctly, mm. there will be a better, better relations. Okay. I have evidence what I'm talking about. Hold on the thought of better relations because I do want to probe just one or two more issues on the other side of the break. Let's take that break then. In the two or three minutes I will have after, I'll ask one question and I'll request that your reply in the minute or two that would remain to summarize equally the conversation of this segment. 2041. In relation to everything else that we have said, I'm not going to speak to the fact that the president has not, to the extent that Sapo would be satisfied anyway, responded, and I'm not sure if the president has responded. But here is something which you touched on that does merit some examination further. I'm going to try and be precise. 
whenever relations at a social level or at a societal level break down, for reasons I don't know, the police are called to mediate where the police really should not be there. That's why we have a Marikana. It was a labor dispute between employer and employee, and under such circumstances, really, there should be labor unions and those interests representing or those parties representing the employer sitting down having that discussion. But it wasn't to be. 44 people later, we still haven't had any recourse to what Judge Ian Farlam had, resu- had required in his commission report. Whenever there is, for instance, at universities in 2015, students have legitimate claims in the higher education setup. The leaders of those universities, for whatever reason, cannot engage the student in the manner that the student wants to be engaged, or there isn't a way to engage. At any rate, who is called to mediate that tension? The police. Is it fair in some way to say that the police are being sold out, if you like, by the systems that operate on the ground that cannot resolve their issues such that they use the police to do really what the police shouldn't be called to do? I agree with you 200%. When other institutions and organizations uh, find it difficult uh, to explain their position and to convince uh, when uh, adversarial relationships exist, they they call the police. Let me come to a very practical example. Um, a civil matter between person A and person B. The particular person comes to a police station uh, and say, particular person has stolen an X amount of money. That particular person comes to and say, here's an agreement. I borrowed the money. I don't have the money now. I will pay. And that member of the community goes out to say, the police are refusing uh, to help me get my money from that particular person. It's a civil matter. It has nothing to do with the police. You have to go through to the court. Long story short, um, police all over the world uh, would be used um, to the convenience uh, of uh, party A against party B or party B against party A. Yes, it has happened and it continues to happen. Sir, there's clearly a lot to talk about. One minute. Surely there is something that, despite it all, we ought to respect the death of 46-year-old Sergeant Mnogazom Dogo and 28-year-old Constable Minawa Breakfast who were killed in Blugombos on Sunday in the Western Cape. These are men who died literally with their boots on. And irrespective, we ought to respect that they have given to this country their lives in the service of our people. And giving off giving off your life for your country is the best gift that I can ever receive from those gentlemen. I haven't met them personally, and I'm going to close off on a note that says 90%, if not 95%, or 98% of the police in this country are clean police officers. A 2% or 5% are rotten to the core, rotten to the core. Uh, doing things that you would never believe that they do, Got you. and and punishing, punishing the image of the police services in our country and internationally. Long story short, to those police officers who are rotten to the core, uh, there's one thing that you must understand: uh, the police would hate you and would create problems for other members of the police force. Those police officers who are doing good continue to do so. 
our life and our safety and security depends on you from a protection point of view. And thank you very much uh, for saving our country during this difficult time. Yeah, rotten to the core. I remember the name, Komoto Pasane, former police commissioner, now a criminal. Can you believe it? Two things. One, thank you very much for giving us more time than you had made allowance for. But because we have had you for as long as we have had you and your responses, particularly the one to KGM in that you wish to assist him follow up on the matter that he has with the SAPS in Cape Town and the work of the IPID, it is the suggestion of the production team to have you return so that more callers can express their frustrations with the hope that they can be more uncovering of these stories so that they can be resolved. Fair point, fair request. Yes, sir. Um, we you. have to serve our country and our people. Thank you very much, Songhez, for doing uh, the job that you are doing, enlightening our communities, particularly on subjects of this nature. Thank I'm you. prepared to join you in doing good for our community and our country. It is my pleasure, as it is my privilege to have hosted you this evening. So have yourself a good evening, 2049. Andy Mashaile, Interpol's Turnback Crime Ambassador and former chair of the Gauteng Board of the Community Policing Forum.